0: Hey, more Life Less Drama listeners. Thanks for tuning in to another episode. If you're ready to ditch old habits and old beliefs holding you back, I've got something special for you. I've got five spots available for this first quarter of the year for one-to-one coaching. Interested? If you are, check out the show notes for an application form. Let's build new habits and beliefs for your best life in this abundant year of 2024. If you're ready to take the leap, apply now. G'day, g'day, wonderful listeners. Welcome back to another episode of the More Life Less Drama podcast. Today, I've got a topic that I want to tackle that often makes us squirm. It's one of those things that we say quite often and randomly, but with a undertone of, yeah, this is not really quite right and I don't really know how to process it. So we'll make fun and make light of it. And that's the hashtag guilt topic that we feel. And the idea that being selfish is not a great idea. So I want to talk into why it's so hard to be selfish, because I see that this is something that comes up for a lot of people. And because I love helping people with their goals, it comes up a lot. So when we actually say to ourselves, you know what? I really want to do something, I want this goal, I want to complete this or achieve this, then when we are putting ourselves first, guilt comes up, the feeling of being selfish comes up, so I really want to talk into this topic and help you understand and move through it because really all it is doing is hindering us, hindering us on our growth and our personal development. And once you start talking about these things, you understand how detrimental they are to our goals. So let's have a chat about it. That's what I'm here to do. So you can be the person that can go out and practice this work in the world and in your own life to make the changes that you want to change and to do the things that you want to do. So before we begin, let's just start with the basics. So guilt is defined as a complex emotion involving responsibility or remorse for an offence, crime or perceived wrong. And selfishness is defined as lacking consideration for others, being primarily concerned with personal profit or pleasure. So I bet when you hear these definitions, they actually don't align with the guilt and the selfishness that you're feeling. So you might use the word guilt, but really are you actually guilty of committing a crime or doing an offense that will hurt others and being perceived as wrong, like my guess is that it's not happening. We put the word guilt on top of these things, but really they're not aligned with actually what's going on. Okay, so now let's get real about those moments when guilt does creep in. Like when do you feel guilt? Just take a moment here to reflect on your life and when you feel guilt. And what I hear from people mostly, and especially when we are trying to change and trying to achieve things in our lives that we've never achieved before, from what I hear from people, it's when they don't live up to people's expectations of them. And sometimes, you know what, it's not even that they have been told that expectation by that person. It actually is either unwritten or unsaid or is actually just from your point of view. You know how often do we say I've disappointed my parents and they've never said anything to us or my work colleague is disappointed in me and my I feel so guilty that they think this about me. Usually it's a story in our heads that we're telling ourselves. It also might be in society and it might be something that you see out in the world and therefore that is your view of the world so you see that and therefore you just think that's the the laws for you as well but really it's all about our own thoughts and our own belief systems because again when we go back to those definitions of guilt and selfishness i can 100% guarantee that i know you're not committing a crime you're not responsible for committing an offense of any sort so we really need to unpack it and understand where it is holding us back in our own lives and how we can move through it. When you think of the guilt that you feel, so I've just asked you to reflect on that, does it make logical sense to feel this emotion? A lot of the time, guilt is there and it's not actually even warranted. And I will talk about warranted emotions in another episode, but just know that a lot of the time that people are feeling a certain emotion and it's not really attached to what it means and it's not warranted. Yet we we love to post, you know, hashtag mum guilt or whatever to make ourselves feel better, to feel, to make it feel lighter than it actually is, because guilt is a really heavy emotion. You know, to feel guilt about something, it really can weigh you down. Yeah, I'm I'm wondering what that looks like for you. Like what do you feel? Guilty about. You know, I would love you to send me a message to tell me what plays on your mind the most, what makes you feel guilt, because this will help me even more when I talk into these topics. But let's look at it in a new frame now. These feelings that you're feeling, like the guilt and the selfishness, are more than just discomfort, they're signals. So that's the reframe. It's like, this is not bad. This is great because emotions are checkpoints. And I'm urging you to pause and reflect and reframe these emotions to figure out and genuinely commit to understanding why you're feeling this emotion. Because once you do, you'll be able to move through it and you might be able to process the emotion and you might be able to make some adjustments in your life that will ease this and help. And and maybe it's just the intentional thinking side, like reframing things as they come up. But it also might be a suggestion for yourself what you can change in your life that will help you move through this and help you ease this burden of guilt that you're feeling. I just want to say it again, emotions are checkpoints. They're not good or bad. They're just checkpoints. It's like, okay, did I genuinely commit an offence here? Or is it part of just a narrative like crafted for self-preservation? You see, guilt can be a cunning strategy to maintain the status quo. Fear of change can be paralyzing, as we know, like it stops us dead in our tracks all the time. And guilt can become that cozy, albeit limiting comfort zone. Like take motherhood, for example. I often tell this story about my guilt as a young mother, about not playing with my kids, because I had this expectation that that's what great parents do. Once I did some work on this, I actually embrace the truth that there is no one-size-fits-all for parenting styles and I've got to figure out what works for me and it's about aligning and understanding with my own personal parenting philosophy. And you might not know that yet, but that's fine. Like These are all the things that we learn along the way. But if you just let guilt shut you down and then do things that the society has told you to do, then you will never figure this out. So it's really important to use them as a check-in point. I know many of you who are parents and that listen in and the hashtag mum guilt is something that gets brought up a lot. And of course, some of you are not parents and that's totally okay too. And you still can carry a lot of guilt from the thoughts that you have and the expectations that you put on yourself that you think are from somebody else. So let's just learn from it all. And the mum guilt is just a great example of the guilt that we carry as humans. So let's delve a little bit deeper into the mum guilt here because we can all learn from it like I said. When we are feeling this guilt, we can actually ask this question, like is this guilt truly mine? And if yes, we can ask ourselves the next question, which is what is it teaching me? Is there something that would like me to see right now? And if there is, like if you are, there to learn something about yourself, which by the way, we are always learning something about ourselves. How can you transform it for yourself and how can you be better in that situation? Going back to the example of playing with my kids, if I was just to tell myself, you know what, I just need to play with the kids, that's all I need to do to solve this situation, then I wouldn't be actually leaning into who I am as a person and what I want to do because I have different expectations and I have different needs and wants as well for my own life. And so if I just conformed to what society said was the expectation of a great parent, then I wouldn't have learned how I parent the best. And therefore, if I didn't do that, I'd still be suffering. So I could suffer in the guilt and not follow through or not do any change, or I can suffer in disconforming and living a life that's not mine. And so what I'm inviting you to do here is actually listen to what it's teaching you. And I can't tell you this part. This part is not my job to tell you. You need to be able to lean in and figure out what this is for yourself because only you know what's going on. The help of a coach is great here, of course, to help you understand because a lot of the time conversations can reveal these underlying belief systems that are actually keeping you in the suffering. But this can also be done by yourself with a curious mind, and some time and space and some compassion for your own thinking levels. And so back to that first question, is this guilt truly yours? And we've covered what happens if you say yes, that it is yours, and then how you can uncover it. So if no, you have to ask yourself, like, why am I clutching onto it? What are the hidden benefits that actually bring guilt up? Understanding the purpose of guilt, even if it's not yours, is definitely that pivotal step towards breaking free from its grip. Self-sabotage, which is what the habit of feeling guilt can become, it's like this intricate dance with these hidden advantages. You see, it might shield you from judgment from others. If you feel guilt and then you start disconforming, you might be shielded from the judgment that you're the person that says you don't want to play with your kids, but everyone else is saying you should play with your kids to be a great parent. And if you don't, well, they might judge you. You might fear that you will be judged. It might shield you from criticism too by just doing the same things over and over again that everyone has known you to do or has expected you to do. If you start doing something differently, then you won't have to shield yourself from criticism because you're just doing the same things. It's a daunting prospect to actually change and to stand up in the face of people that you know and have known for years and decades, and they know you as a certain way, then all of a sudden you're like, actually, no, I want to do it this way or I'm doing this. And, yeah, people are uncomfortable with that. So you're just like, you know what, I'm just going to use guilt as a protection method (laughs) so I don't have to grow. It actually serves me because it keeps me safe, keeps me in comfort, keeps me in security, and possibly it even keeps those friendships that I've had for years and even though I have grown and moved out of the same way that they think about things, I just want to stay there because I need a community and I'm going to feel safe there. So, see how the self sabotage is the actual habit of feeling guilt. And as I said before, like guilt is not just related to mum guilt, although it does seem like that fantastic example that so many people recognize. I actually only thought to myself the other day when watching a TikTok and there's this lady that I follow and she has three children, like under three. And she was giving a walkthrough of one of her nightly routines with her newborn baby, like number three newborn baby. And I thought to myself, wow, it will be really tough to be a parent right now because firstly, there is so much information that would allow you to compare yourself to others geez, like, I am just so glad that when I was a new parent 21 years ago, that I didn't actually know all these struggles. Because if someone told me, hey, Prue, you're going to be so, so tired. And here's an example of it. Like just watch this woman, you know, get through the night with a newborn. I'm not sure I would want to do that. <laughs> i would be like, hell no, I don't want to do that. Like, why would you even put yourself through that? And so I didn't even know all the struggles I was about to face 21 years ago when I became a new parent. I was just like fully excited and I was in oblivion. And oblivion, my friends, was complete bliss because I didn't have the opportunity to feel anxious about the things I didn't know. And I know some people still feel anxious when they don't know what's going on. But for myself back then, without social media and without the pressures of like the extra pressures of society and people that I don't even know, the, the guilt was less. So you can see how social media has maybe increased the guilt and the hashtag mum guilt thing that goes around at the moment. But sorry, like I really digress there. That was just a story to maybe emphasize how today is a lot harder than it was 21 years ago. But anyway, let's get back to it. So how can guilt show up in other ways apart from mum guilt? So, Well, it can come from any area of life where you feel as if you've compromised on your values or your moral code. So maybe you say no to somebody. Maybe you've always helped a family member out. And then one day something comes up or you have your own goals that you've decided, yes, I'm going to show up and I'm going to do this. And this is what it takes to create this goal for myself. And it means saying no to some things. And then the person that you've always helped is like, hey, can you help me out? And you're like, actually, no, I need to look after myself right now. And it makes you feel so much guilt because you've always said yes to this person. And all of a sudden you're stepping in and saying yes to yourself, but it means that you've got to say no to somebody else. And that can create the feeling of guilt because maybe your one of your top values is giving and it goes against Against that value. And I would love to reframe it because you are still giving to yourself, but you are really torn because yes, you want to give to yourself and you also want to be giving to others. So you're very conflicted. Therefore, like I said, the guilt arises. Another example is maybe someone tells you that you've done something that hurt their feelings. Maybe you didn't ring them on a, an important date. And like, you know, maybe it just slipped your mind or maybe you recognize that you didn't actually have time to do it that day because you were busy doing the things that were required for your life. And then it creates the feeling of guilt. Them saying to you, hey, you forgot my anniversary or whatever, and it can create the feeling of guilt in you because you don't like the idea that you've hurt somebody else. Again, it's part of this like moral code that we have. And again, you were conflicted because maybe you put yourself first and therefore you really want to put everybody else first, but you're practicing putting yourself first and it feels like shit, like you are literally feeling guilty for hurting somebody else's feelings. And you know what I think about that? Like everybody creates their own feelings, right? And we are also a circumstance in other people's lives that creates thoughts in them and feelings in them. And so we have some level of connection to that, yet, yeah, it just feels terrible. So therefore, what do you do? What might happen is you might actually stop doing the things for yourself because you're like, I can't handle the guilt. I don't like feeling that way. So I'm going to go back to the old way. I'm going to I'm gonna show up every Thursday and take you shopping or whatever the case may be. I'm going to make sure I write every single special date of your life into my calendar so I don't miss it again. But then... Is that putting yourself second? And I think, my friends, it is. I really think that we have to learn to step in and put ourselves first. So there are many things that can cause guilt. And when we know that we haven't committed an offense and we haven't, you know, committed any sort of crime, it's usually this guilt about not living up to life's expectations and other people's expectations and also your life's purpose. So as you can see, like the guilt that you feel for others and the guilt you for yourself when you don't actually show up for yourself is the same thing as well, and that's why you're so torn so many times. So what I want you to hear me say, my friend, is that when you are feeling and having this crisis, firstly I just want you to listen to it. Where are you people pleasing opposed to pleasing yourself, and where are other people's expectations being put first opposed to putting the expectation of yourself first. Let's just now tackle the taboo of being selfish. And guess what? It is 100% okay to be selfish. I'm going to say it again. It's okay to be selfish. I know the word selfish has got a really bad rap, yet I'm here to guide you on embracing a really healthy level of selfishness. And if you're a dedicated listener, you might lean towards being excessively selfless. And that's mostly why you're listening to this show. (laughs) But here's the kicker. Being too selfless can actually lead to bitterness and resentment. Do you feel it? Do you feel the bitterness and resentment for being too selfless, for putting everybody else first? Because I hear it every day. Every time I speak with a client that is selfless, bitterness and resentment are always riding shotgun. Like they're always there too. And I know that you are not a narcissist, so you can actually comprehend this. So it's all about calibrating, finding the equilibrium or the harmony, if you will. Think of it as, you know, that old analogy of putting your own oxygen mask on first before assisting others. It's the same thing. You are no good to anybody if you are not looking after yourself. So selfishness isn't a crime. It's actually necessary And it is the ingredient for a balanced, fulfilled life. Can you hear that? If you are seeking this balanced life, are you seeking a fulfilled life, then you have to learn how to be a bit selfish. So how do you shift from selflessness to selfishness? Like for your benefit, remember. It's all about understanding your unique flavor of guilt first then understanding what you want for your own life, and I mean what you really want, not the same BS, I want everybody to be happy and my family to be happy, vague answer that most people give everybody. And then it's up to you to get to work to unravel the thoughts you have about your own life and what others expect of you. Then start showing up and taking action towards what you want, which might mean saying no to the family member that you take on an outing Every week forever. It is about that. That those are hard conversations and they're hard things to do, but we have to choose our heart. Choosing our hard and choosing the things that we want to grow is an essential part of this. And I just need to reassure you that it's not about turning into this egotistical idiot that it's all about me, 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 me. No, it's absolutely not that at all. It is literally just the journey of self-discovery and you deserve your own time. You think you don't, but you do. You've only got you in this life. You can show up for you. Nobody else can do any work for you that's going to help you up-level your consciousness. That's up to you to do. Here's what I have for you, because I know that this is such a big topic and many people need help around this. So I've decided to do a class on it, and I'm inviting you to attend this monthly class. It's inside my Be Unshakable membership, and the class is called Prioritize You. It is actually the monthly class for February. And in this class, we're going to delve even deep into the art of selfishness, and it's about creating and setting the standards for your own life, understanding the benefits of doing so, and then cultivating the skill of asking yourself the right questions. So this class is being held on Monday the 5th of February at 1230 p.m Australian Eastern Standard Time. It's the same time that I run my Be Unshakable membership coaching. And if you attend live, I'm going to give you a bonus. And the, this bonus gift is a personally designed monthly calendar so you can track and measure how you're showing up for yourself and committing to your goals. It's all part of my membership program. So if you want to continue to do the work in February, that we are actually doing inside Be unshakable. then the money that you spent on the class, which is $27, I'll actually take that off the monthly membership subscription. So it's a (laughs) win-win. So you don't have to join the monthly membership, of course. You can just come and do the class and that's it. Fantastic. But if you join the membership, I will take that price of this class off the membership price. So I really hope to see you inside that class. It's going to be even more eye-opening. We're going to really dive deeper into how to actually overcome it and some steps to take, and I'm going to, I'm going to create a great workbook to go with that. And, yeah, I really hope to see you in there. That's it for today's episode where we've explored guilt and how guilt shows up in our life and how it can actually stop us from taking steps forward to live that fulfilled life that we want. And we've also talked about being selfish because just go out and be selfish. Just say yes to you. You know, that yes month that sometimes parents do with their kids. Just have a yes month for yourself. Just say yes to everything (laughs) for yourself, not for anybody else. Thanks for joining me on this exploration. And remember, selfish is not a vice. It's actually a virtue when it's done right. And I will see you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to more Life Less Drama. All the details of this podcast can be found in the show notes on my website. And if you want to take your growth to the next level, I invite you to become part of my membership program, Be Unshakable, where we take this information and dive headfirst into putting it into action. Go to www.head-coach.com.au for all the details. Until next week.